You're listening to Here is the News, brought to you by Spotify. And now, live from 2095, here's Jet Bexer. Good morning, folks. Welcome back to Here is the News. This is author Keith R. Ree sitting in for Jet Bexer once again for another special edition aboard the Norwegian Encore. This is day, well, what day is it? Well, we'll look at the uh, latitude, make a little noise here. Yeah, the freestyle daily for tomorrow is day five. So today is day four, the very end of the day. This is a special evening uh, podcast of Here is the News. And Bexer is still down in the casino. You know, he got involved with a pretty rowdy game of blackjack. And I was down there with uh, CC too. She was finally dressed in an evening gown for a change. And Pollux had already plugged himself in. He, he, he had spent the entire day disguised on the streets of St. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Charlotte Amelie on the island of St. Thomas. And I don't know what the heck Baxter did. Maybe he slept the whole time because he, he's an all-nighter. But um, I spent the day on the island of St. John's today. Took a, took a tour. It wasn't exactly a bus. It was... More like a truck with a few seats in the back. There was 10 people on the entire tour. And we got a guided tour of the island. Very mountainous, hairpin turns. And there wasn't much to see as far as views go because the growth, even though we were sitting pretty high up in a truck, yeah, the, the views, I mean, she pulled over the driver, the guide, a local guide who was born and raised on St. John's, but as she explained with many of the things that she said that was totally useless, that uh, no one is born on the island of St. John's because of the lack of medical facilities. If you're you're a native of St. John's, you're actually born on St. Thomas. So that little bit bit of information stuck in my brain. But she did take us to a beach called... What was it called? Maho? Moha? I don't know what the hell it was called. Maho? But it was a beautiful sandy beach, very narrow, but a good 200 yards long, maybe longer, at least a par four. <laughs> That's how I measure things now. The The length of our ship is at least a, a short par four. I think I could drive most of the length of the ship, a little chip you know, it was a short approach to the green, up and down. Easy birdie, if I'm lucky, and par for certain. But anyway, I did get into the crystal turquoise blue waters of St. John's. You know, like I had done six year, six and a half years ago, the last time I was here. And uh, I did hiking in the National Park. Uh, she said that, uh, the guide said that, of St. John's is National Park. The other 44% is privately owned. And some very wealthy landowners at that, a lot of which, like Kenny Chesney for one, a lot of which uh, had to do a lot of rebuilding or repairs after Hurricane Irma in 2017. 
And then there was Hurricane Jose that went just south of St. John's, but still gave them a lot of wind and rain. And then there was Hurricane Maria that, uh, there goes my phone again, that I can't seem to shut off. That's another gripe I have with Norwegian is the cell service, the Internet access thing, and they give you complimentary 150 minutes of Internet service. I got to use five minutes of it, and now my 150 is already gone. I was trying to upload these episodes to have them available a wee bit early for the listeners out there, but that's not working out. Uh, Just turning on your Wi-Fi on your phone apparently uses your minutes, even though you're not connected to the Internet at all. Just being connected to their Wi-Fi sucks up that 150 minutes. So that actually does suck. When I tried to upload an episode tonight, and you know, it's pretty late at night uh, as far as the ship goes. I'm, I'm still operating on Texas time, but around here it's closer to midnight. And there's an early call tomorrow to go to Tortola, which is part of the British Virgin Islands. My excursion actually meets in the theater on the seventh floor, forward, at 7 a.m. So I'm going to have to get up early. I'm not even tired. I had caffeine tonight, and that was a bad idea, I guess. (laughs) But uh, I definitely needed that Diet Coke. Which leads to my other problem is uh, spending too much money on this ship. And no, it's not in the casino. I did, uh, you know, spend about $80 in the casino. I ran it up to 130 and I think I have eight. I have $20 left. And a lot of that, you know, 55 was spent on cabs. And then also I paid $20 to my caddy. His name was Hilo. <laughs> H-I-L-O, just like Hilo Hawaii. But they, his, his pronunciation was Hilo. Didn't speak a word of English. And yes, we got a golf cart stuck in the water about three to four feet deep. And yeah, we took off our shoes and socks. I'm I'm looking at Hilo and I said, what the hell we do now? We're stuck. You told me to drive into this damn pond and have me believe we could cross the 20 or 30 feet of of distance. But we didn't. (laughs) We made it about halfway. I said, what now, Hilo? He just didn't say, he didn't say a word. Just started taking off his shoes and socks. And I'm like, okay, I get the point. I need to take mine off too. He didn't say a word to that either. <laughs> I did what he did and got in the water and pushed the damn golf cart out of the water, you know, a good, golly, you know, 15, 20 feet to dry land. And I was, my pants were a bit wet. My tush, my bottom, <laughs> my butt was a little wet. I was surprised that my clubs didn't get soaked. They were a little higher up, but uh, they had to have been submerged. I could see like a water line on my bag. So I'm not sure about my grips. I'll have to look at them later. But the cart wouldn't start anymore after we got it out there. This is the Los Mangos golf course in Puerto Plata uh, in the Dominican Republic. and So I didn't have a, a, a riding cart the rest of the way and it was a nine hole course so we walked the rest of it and that was hole number five so I had a golf cart for five holes the other 13 we walked 
and I had my caddy Hilo the whole time. As we made the turn after nine holes, we talked to, since I was the only golfer on this course, it was like I had personal service from everybody there. Yoel, the dude up in the pro shop, if you can call it that, said, I will comp your entire round and not charge you the $60 or $50, whatever it was. And uh, all you have to do is pay Hilo for the caddy fee. He said, instead of $9, you pay him 15 After we finished 18 holes, I paid him 20 So there went, you know, $75 of my casino earnings that I just happened to get lucky. And I was watching a guy tonight, you know, after I lost my customary $20 and the penny slots, I'm watching this guy playing the same exact slot machine, same game, I should say, that I was playing. When I, he kept hitting the number, you know, the bonus, as the, you know, you get three reels, you know, you spend the three reels, he kept hitting the bonus almost every time, which gives you extra spends, you know, free spends. And I looked over, and he had about $111 in his bank, in his account. About 15 minutes later, I, I finished, you know, losing my 20 and just started watching him. He had ran that $110 up to $530. He just kept on hitting it. And I just made a comment. I said, you know, that's the machine where I hit like $130 the other night. <laughs> and these two guys just kind of look at me like it's nothing but a thing. And he just kept spinning and spinning. And he ran it up to 530 by the time I walked out in a matter of 15 minutes. Then I'm watching people throw down, you know, two or $300 per bet, betting round, in a game of Texas Hold'em poker. And I, I was watching him, and I could see this guy in a baseball cap I'm going, he's bluffing. Well, he wasn't bluffing, but he didn't have much in his hand, so he kind of was bluffing. He ended up having two pair. He had a pair of sevens, and on the table was a pair of nines, so he had two pair. But the guy that, who, there was three people going for the pot. There was ten people playing, but seven dropped out. They folded. So there's three going for this humongous pot of money. And these two, you know, big mouths are jawing back and forth, you know, with the bets. And then there's the guy that's quiet. <laughs> he was sitting right in front of me. I didn't see what his cards were. He's an Asian guy, just being very quiet. And guess what he had? Two aces. And <laughs> he raked in quite a big pile of chips, let me tell you. And didn't say a word once he won. And, and once he's pulling the, all the, he's got all these chips, he's lining up in front of him. The two guys are still jawing. That thought the game was just between themselves. The third guy who never said a word cleaned him out. And I looked at the guy with the baseball cap. I said, you just learned a lesson, bro. <laughs> he didn't hear what I said because it's so loud in there. Anyway, we're at 11 minutes. My gripe about the cruise so far, other than the things I've already mentioned, is the spa. I just blew $300 there tonight on acupuncture. How I let them talk me into that? Well, the doctor, an Asian guy from China, speaks very fast English, very confident, acts like he's very busy and that his time is like precious. 
actually talked me into a session of acupuncture because of the horrible headaches I've been having for the last five, six weeks. And I thought it was just going to be a consultation. And I told him that. I said, I'm just here as a consultation just to talk about this because I've never done it before. And by the time we were done, he'd already got $300 out of me in a 30-minute session of acupuncture. Did it help my head? No, it actually made it worse. It did not work. And, you know, I was kind of thinking that it was because he was such a good salesman. But this dude, Dr. Wang, he could sell a blind man a used car with only three wheels and two of them flat, and the blind man would think that he's buying a Lamborghini with four perfect wheels. <laughs> but Dr. Wang, that's where he should be doing is, is selling used cars somewhere, you know, in the outskirts of some shady town in Texas, maybe even Louisiana. He'd fit right in. Just a fast talker. And uh, he's making a lot of money for Norwegian. You know, he, he, he uh, is not employed. I learned from Juvie, my sensational massage therapist, that I paid for before I even left Texas. And that massage was well worth it, let me tell you. It was the first massage I had gotten in over 15 years from a very sweet Filipino lady, you know, 38, 39 years old, short, <laughs> thin, but the hands of a gorilla, <laughs> she worked me over good the other night. I'm still sore from that massage, but she did a fantastic job. And we talked the whole time. Good Christian Catholic woman said she converted to another. She called it uh, the Filipino, uh, what was it, uh, uh, born-again Christians, some kind of church that they have over there that her daughter who is 12 years old, that she only gets to see once every nine months. That's the life of someone working on these cruise ships, even if they have a family. She said she's divorced, but she only gets to see her daughter over, you know, webcams, you know, video chats, maybe once or twice a week, and gets to see her in person every nine months. That's a tough life when you have kids and you're a mother. But she did a great job with the massage. There goes my phone again. And I turned off everything. I turned off the Wi-Fi. I turned off the net, the connection to Verizon. And it's still going off with these repeated messages. Holy crap, there it is again. How could it be going off? But anyway, I did sign up with a follow-up massage with Juvie. That's her name, J-U-V-Y. I, th I thought she told me that her name was Jubilee. And maybe it is in English, but her nickname is Juvie, J-U-V-Y. Very sweet lady, and yeah, I'm going to do a follow-up massage with her, but the acupuncture, that's $300 I could have blown in the casino very easily because <laughs> that acupuncture didn't do crap for my head. It still hurts. The only thing, and you know, my head kind of feels okay right now, and you know why? Because I took some freaking Advil. Anyway, I guess I need to go to bed and get this episode in the can. Tomorrow is Tortola, the British Virgin Islands. I'm doing another excursion that, that was prepaid long ago. It's called the something of Tortola. I don't even know what it is, but I'm just going pack the same way I went today. Wear a swimsuit, 
keep a change of clothes in the backpack, bring a bottle of water. Actually, it's a carton of water. <laughs> you ever seen a carton of water? That's the new environmental thing, especially with cruise ships. People keep thinking it's milk. They have it down in the cafeteria. Actually, the cafeteria is up on the 16th deck. I'm on deck 10 in the middle of the studios, which is in the very center of the ship. The studio is comprised of deck 10 and 12 in the middle of the ship. And then there is a on deck 11 in between the two rows of studios, which isn't the whole deck. It's just a part of the, the forward part of the ship. Just, uh, you know, about 50 yards worth of staterooms, two rows on deck 10 and two rows on 12. But in between, there is a private lounge just for the studios. And that's for the solo travelers, where, where we all are, are. You know, CC2 had to get a room because she does look human. <laughs> Pollock stays with her. You know, they don't care if they see each other naked, especially Pollock's. You know, he's not shy at all. <laughs> That's a joke. Bexer has his own room. He might even have a penthouse suite. Who the hell knows? I haven't even seen his room. I've hardly ever seen Bexer at all. So I, I'm filling in for him. He should start paying me. And I'm here in the studios with my, you know, solo cabin in my twin bed, which is a good foot too short. <laughs> but I'm making do. I slept good last night after Juvie's wonderful massage but tonight i'm not expecting to get much sleep but that's the breaks being down here in the virgin islands is wonderful you have a great view unless it's nighttime <laughs> you can see a few lights twinkling in the distance right now and i looked at the navigation map and we're just kind of circling around between tortola st croix and st thomas just going to do that all night long i think and then in the morning at 6 a.m., we'll be docked at Tortola at Rowtown. And we'll see how they recovered from the uh, hurricanes of six years ago. And I made a comment to a friend of mine back in Louisiana. I said, you know, I, these islands were destroyed six years ago. But guess who was in the White House in 2017? That's right, Donald J. Trump. He had four years to help these islands out, particularly the U.S. territories. And he did. I see the results of it today, and I'll see it tomorrow. I know the British took care of their own, too. They're completely rebuilt. St. John's has still got some work to do. I'm sure there's certain areas of St. Thomas that still need rebuilding or repair. I know there's a golf course that was very famous on St. Thomas. You know, Irma was huge. Category 5, 250 miles in circumference. It wrecked havoc all the way up to Florida until it finally stopped. But these islands here, St. John's, got a direct hit from the eye of Irma. That included St. Thomas and other islands. Barbuda was destroyed. We've talked about that before. Robert De Niro's disaster. Yeah, this area got hit really hard six, year, six years ago, and God has spared them from, you know, severe hurricanes since then, and hopefully for a much longer time than, than what they deserve, you know, than what they really need. I did not deserve, but uh, they don't deserve any 
you know, direct hits for another 50 years or 100 years, I would think. They need to break down here. They'll get hurricanes, but they sh hopefully they won't get something like they got with Irma, Jose, and Maria, not to mention a whole slew of other hurricanes that just kept coming up, coming through. St. Croix was spared. They have two golf courses there that are open. That uh, They got a lot of wind and rain, but not a direct hit. Viecas seems like they got hit pretty hard by Maria, but who cares? I mean, it's six years ago. They've, they've had time to recover, and like I said, Donald J. Trump, those islands. This is not a political podcast, but that's the difference that he made in just four years in the White House. Compare that to Sleepy Joe, there is no comparison. Inflation is through the roof. Gas prices soared. They've come back down since then because next year is an election year. But let's face it. What else has he done? Well, he, he's enabled terrorists around the world. But for our country, he hasn't done diddly squat. And, you know, Donald Trump is poised to become president again. Unless more massive fraud is committed next November. And I expect that. They've already barred Donald J. Trump for doing what they're doing to try to keep Donald Trump from running for president again. Well, he's far and away the leader on the Republican side. He'll get the nomination without Colorado. But what they're doing, barring a candidate from a primary ballot, is setting the stage for future disasters. They have no idea the fire they are playing with. By barring candidates as if this were a banana republic, as if this were communism, barring someone, a political opponent, trying to ban them from even putting their name on the ballot? Is, is this the United States or what? What a bunch of horse <laughs> Anyway, time to turn in. We're live above, live above, we're live aboard... <laughs> The Norwegian Encore, the largest ship in their fleet, 6,600 people are on this vessel as we speak, 4,900 passengers and 1,700 crew. Yes, sir. <laughs> this is a modern marvel of engineering and technology, and technology that sucks 150 minutes of internet time right out before you even knew you'd use five minutes of it. <laughs> so these episodes these episodes won't be posted until we get back to Texas. And geez, I'll be back in the future in 2095 posting this stuff. <laughs> For Jet Bexer, I am author Keith R. Reist. Saying as a special edition to Here is the News, good night, everybody, and good day, folks.
Here is the News is brought to you by our friends at Spotify. Hosted and produced by Keith R. Reese for Here is the News podcasting. With a music selection entitled Here is the News, written and composed by Jeff Lynn. Version provided by Music Score, courtesy and performed and arranged by Welsh artist Karen Mansfield. Thank you for listening.